Folks, hello and welcome to the Dancers Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Donahue. And this is Terrence Pennington. And we are obsessed with the idea of advice and people who give it. Absolutely. I I would say we both come at it from a very different angle. Uh, I am obsessed in this way where I will generally take the advice of people who propose to be gurus or experts on things Uh try to apply it to my life Uh and uh generally i mean sometimes it works sometimes it's horrible most of the time you just annoy people most of the time i just annoy people what is your connection to advice terrence oh i don't trust it at all yeah i think it's all uh hoobalooba uh i think they're trying to take our money um (laughs) you know self you know the self-help people they are two they are six degrees away from cult and um, I'm not going to get into that because I'm very susceptible to cults because I've been in a bad place for a very long time. But they're not going to get me. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's what's really interesting about you is like I feel like you are the least susceptible to uh, self-help stuff. I feel like I'm the most susceptible to he- self-help stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, that has led us both down very different paths in our lives. Well, it's it's not even that. I it's not. I'm less susceptible. It's that I have experience with it. Yeah, I have tried it in my own life, and it's just like this does not work out for me. And then maybe that maybe by that measure, I'm able to kind of pick a pick it apart and kind of like see the the flaws in it. But the idea of the upcoming episodes mm-hmm. is me and Terrence are going to take an honest-to-God crack at getting advice uh-huh. from people who have written extensive books or maybe make podcasts about it or maybe YouTube videos, wherever the advice comes from. And we're going to see if we can integrate <laughs> it into our lives, see if it is helpful for our lives. <laughs> and we're going to start with maybe one of the most difficult reads i have ever had not in terms first of all <laughs> yeah yeah very light reading in terms of word density yeah. and uh difficulty and comprehension okay i've had to pause this audiobook between mm. the first and second chapter maybe 5 times yeah yeah you're just Be- reading through the lines you're just seeing you're seeing too much i well i just need a break because like I, I've had to rewind certain parts. I've had to uh-huh. show parts of this to my friends mm-hmm. just to make sure I'm not understanding it wrong. And they're all like, no, no, he <laughs> did write that, and that is crazy. <laughs> We're talking, of course, about Steve Harvey's 2009 self-help book, Act, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Yes, indeed. Before we get into this book, which, God, I cannot wait uh-huh. to get into this book. Mm. I am chomping at the bit. This has been one of the most excited I have, I have been for a podcast ever. Yeah. Really ever. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the man. Absolutely. Steve Harvey, a uh, notable stand-up comedian. Yeah. Notable host of every single show. For the last 20 years. And this book, not to jump the gun at all, mm. is such a brilliant look, not at relationships, but mm. at... The specific psychology uh, yeah. of Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you look at this guy and he's hosting 20 shows. He has a bunch of products that he's selling. He has a morning radio show that he does. This guy is booked for 12 hours a day. And one would think, how could a mentally stable person <laughs> who is already financially set, his family is financially set forever. Uh-huh. How could a man like that schedule his time so harshly yeah. that he seems to have no free time. And the answer is, 
a mentally stable person would not do that. Absolutely. Steve Harvey would do that. Steve Harvey. The monster. A so, hidden monster right there. So I'm 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 jumping the gun. Let's let's um, talk a little bit about his past. All right. Well, this is and just to uh kind of preface this, I was supposed to do um background on Steve Harvey, but um of course I dropped the ball on that. So uh, but but on our way here, I did get a lot of information about him, a lot of surprising stuff. So Steve Harvey, he was born uh, sometime in the 60s. West Virginia. In West Virginia, One yes. of the whitest places uh, no, on God's green earth. Well, yeah, absolutely. But uh, as we found out, the city, Welsh, right the it's right on the border with Virginia, so it makes more sense. He was near Cleveland, near Hilarities. This, that's where he started stand-up, and I'm going to play Hilarities in January. Isn't oh, that nice. exciting? Absolutely. Um, But yeah, he, uh, he started a stand-up comedy career, and uh, he says in the intro of the book, mm. my comedy is full of wisdom. Yeah, that's the first thing. That's one of the first things he mm -hmm. said. I'm going to start saying that. Uh. That's such an exciting way to aggrandize your... Because the, the funny thing about Steve Harvey's comedy to me, which I am truly... As a technician of comedy, uh -huh. I'm not saying I am. I'm saying he is. Uh, yeah. He's great. Uh huh. He he is a great technical stand-up. Uh, he, yeah. he has all the performative tools someone would need. But the really funny thing about Steve that mm. I don't – maybe reading this book he might not know is that he's, like, buffoonish. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, like he has that joke about how your pee changes as you get older – and it goes from being PT to urine. It's it's a great bit. Look it up if you know. But the funny thing about that bit is he's selling it so hard. Uh, so you think, oh, this is he has like an understanding. He has like an understanding that this is a crazy thing to delve into. But now reading this book, I'm like, oh no, he thinks that's he thinks it's an important joke that he's doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's all ego. Look, it's not full of wisdom. It's full of ego, and that's what we all need in our lives, the ego of Steve Harvey. So Steve goes from stand-up comedy to uh, running a morning radio show, and uh -huh. he says that's where the change – he was trying to He was trying to make it all jokes. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to live by the joke, die by the joke, but he said these women's problems were too damn serious. <laughs> these women were going through too damn much. For um, him to just try to, he had to get real with these ladies. Yeah, yeah. That that was the big thing is, go ahead. Okay, and I just want to say quick facts about Steve Harvey. He was born apparently with a stutter that he, through the miraculous miracle of his sheer willpower, he went through, he just overcome this stutter, which I'm kind of questioning that. <laughs> Um, definitely questioning. With okay, so what I did, I did a full Wikipedia search. I scrolled through his stuff, and there's a lot of questionable things there. Sure. Not not questionable as in problematic, but things are maybe that's not true. Well, the the the, the um, book itself is full of very questionable anecdotes uh, as well that we'll get into. Absolutely, yeah. but we're gonna get to that. Um, another thing, he was part of a famous, uh, a notable black uh, fraternity uh, known for its uh, multiple uh, deaths. <laughs> hazing. Um, hazing. Hazing, death. yeah, multiple he, hazing deaths. Knowing, I don't know why he didn't mention any of, well, I, I understand because the book has to be, I guess, 150 pages. Yeah. It's a small book, but um, yeah. it makes so much sense mm -hmm. when you, oh, he went to a... Uh, fraternity no. that is like 
one of the most toxic environments it seems yeah. imaginable. Yeah, and this fraternity, uh, it's Omega Psi Phi. It's a notable. Uh, notable uh, people coming from there are Shaquille O'Neal, a bunch of like prominent black uh, people. <laughs> Omega sci-fi. What yeah. if it was a fraternity just for black nerds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's here's my thing on it. He was part of that. He was part of that fraternity, but he never graduated, which makes me think that he saw that this was a fraternity and through his just intelligence and willpower and cunning he just joined it just to say officially i am part of this notable that, black that he's shrewd yeah. like that yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense so um post morning show he uh he this is one of the funnier parts of the audiobook too mm. he describes uh how he came to writing the book yeah and he says people were begging me <laughs> people, women kept calling and going, Steve, please, uh -huh. we need you to write a book. Uh -huh. Your information on men is so valuable. Uh -huh. And he sat down and he said, well, I'm not an author, but if all these people need me to write a book, I guess I will martyr myself on the page uh -huh. and I will sit down and write a book. So Absolutely. this is the first passage I want to read from Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Uh for sure, if there's anything I've discovered during my journey here on God's earth, this is it. A, too many women are clueless about men. B, men get away with a whole lot of stuff in relationships because women have never understood how men think. C, I've got some valuable information to change all of that. Mm -hmm. I want to take a second with that quote. Uh -huh. It starts with him saying, if there's anything I've discovered on my journey here on God's earth, it's this. And it ends with him saying, I've got some valuable information. Mm -hmm. He's saying one of the main things he has learned on his journey on earth is that he's smart as hell. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. His The lesson is his journey. Right. <laughs> so, so his whole uh, preface to this book uh -huh. is that he was running this morning show for a really long time. And so many women would ask these dumb questions about men. Okay. That, that he, he characterizes women's knowledge about men uh -huh. in this way where he's like, you guys don't get it. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you want us to love you uh -huh. the way you love us. Uh -huh. The thing is, that's impossible. <laughs> dude, I got so much stuff on that, dude. I mean, not to, um, not to like give away the story, but you know, a lot of, a lot of what we fee see in this book, it's it, technically it is, it makes sense, but it can also be seen as an excuse for, kind of men's bad behavior or being neglectful if that makes sense i can't see men women non-binary people i can't see anyone reading this book and coming away from it being a better person yeah Let's just say that i think it is for a specific demographic but i'll keep that we'll, we'll talk about that later but yeah it, i think yeah. it's a, it is for a specific a specific type of person will find this valuable and be able to apply in their lives positive results um so this is this is sort of uh, what we do getting into uh, the book. So this is Steve talking. This is what I wish for the women who read Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. He makes it very clear 
this book is for women. Yeah. Men can read it. But he, because he, women are so misguided about <laughs> men. Yeah. Women are so, they lack so much knowledge about the reality of manhood yeah. that he needed to write a book for them. Absolutely. I want every woman who truly wants a solid relationship but just can't uh, get one and those who are already in a relationship trying to figure out how to make it better to forget everything she's been taught about men. Erase the myths, the hearsay, everything your mother told you, mm. everything your girlfriends have told you, mm. all the advice you've read in magazines and seen on television. So he's basically saying, because he's not saying all oh, the yeah. things your dad told you. He's saying anything a woman mm. has told you about, or basically just erase everything, anything a woman has ever told you. You know what? Go ahead. In his credit, he's right about that. Explain, <laughs> what, you, explain what you mean by that. He's right. Okay, and th this is, I think this is kind of the thing that reels you in. Because objectively, women do give bad advice. Everyone gives bad advice. I know, advice. everyone gives bad advice. That, that's such a, it's such a cop-out to be like, okay. your your mom doesn't give good advice on men, but you know who does? Steve Harvey. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yep, yep. That is one point that I said, that's how, that's how he's reeling you in. Sure. But... There's a fact, and then it goes to the kind of questionable stuff, but it always starts with an established no, no, this, fact. And it's good to start with this before we get through the intro, because uh -huh. we haven't even gotten into chapter one yet. Right, right. I, I do want to address this, and this is going to be the crux of almost every self-help book that you mm -hmm. read. The issue with things such as the relationships with men and women, such mm -hmm. as your relationship with your own mind and body, is they are incredibly nuanced mm -hmm. and much of the kind time incredibly individual. Okay, yeah, yep. So the selling point of self-help books are thus. Mm -hmm. There is a very difficult nebulous situation mm -hmm. that is individualized to this insane degree, but guess what? Mm -hmm. I can solve it for Absolutely. everybody. I can fix your mom didn't give you good information. Your mm -hmm. girlfriends didn't give you good information. Mm -hmm. But you know what? This book is the cure. Yeah. This is the yeah. this is gonna tell you because the the problems that Steve addresses in this book are real. And mm -hmm. by the way, he also addresses very specific issues men go through in yeah. this book and then just gives the worst possible advice. I don't even think it's advice. It's just personal right. anecdotes. Oh, and, <laughs> and it's advice, by the way. He gives very specific, uh -huh. uh, like, sort of um, remedies yeah, yeah, for the yeah. issues that you have with men. Yeah. So uh, let's let's go into chapter one. Mm -hmm. uh, chapter one, which is titled The Mindset of a Man, mm -hmm. What Drives a Man. Mm -hmm. Now, this is one of the few parts of the book that Steve uh, is not going so far out of his depth because mm. he is a man. Yeah. And so he can kind of talk. But yeah. he somehow finds a way to still overstep his expertise. He, this chapter mm. starts with him going, now, I'm an expert on men. <laughs> he doesn't just go, I'm a guy, so yeah. I kind of know like what a guy's experience is. Like, he yeah. goes, I know every kind of guy. Uh -huh. I'm friends with bricklayers. I'm friends with star athletes. I'm friends yeah. with truck drivers. Yeah. And I don't think Steve has talked to a truck driver. In, tw in uh, 30 years. Who hasn't written him on his like radio show in yeah. 30 years. Uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. So... Uh, this is this is like 
his breakdown mm. of uh essentially like what men uh are like how how they act and he breaks it down to three separate uh categories which uh a is who he is yeah right second is what he does yeah and third is how much he gets paid for it uh-huh so those are the three distinguishing factors solid and then first first he mm-hmm. starts by saying men are simple yeah men are simple that's very important yeah right um so these are the three things that make up the dna of a man three accomplishments every man must achieve before he feels like he's fulfilled his destiny as a man and until he's achieved those goals in those three areas your man the man you're dating committed to or married to will be too busy to focus on you. See, that right, th- I I have a quote from later in this chapter th- where I'm like, if this is geared towards women, yeah. what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. What? Okay, so you're telling women okay. yeah. you're going to be second place. What are you going to do? What? How is a woman going to internalize that in a way that will make her life better? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah well... This is also the issue where Steve is just reinforcing these really terrible, terrible traits. There's so many points in this book where Steve addresses like a real issue that no. men are going through, and then he goes, and it's good that's happening. <laughs> he is proposing it is a good thing that men cannot feel romantic love until they feel accomplished in their careers. Uh-huh. That, it, by the way, not to get too personal, mm-hmm. in, in my college experience uh, that I've, I've, I've talked about a little bit on the podcast. We need to do a soundtrack whenever you say your college experience. I, I think, I, well, I think we're, we're going to get new listeners on this, so I might as well go through this. I, I mm-hmm. had a huge issue in college where I actually kind of fell down the like uh, pickup artist rabbit hole and no. the pickup artist self-improvement rabbit hole yeah and the big thing that i was worried about was i'm not attractive to women because i don't have a career path and like right now i don't have like my life completely sorted out and it made me feel unlovable Mm. it made me feel like no one could love me because i don't have my monetary situation figured out and i don't have like i'm not a millionaire yet yeah and that made me feel like garbage steve is saying that good yeah, 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 yeah. good. You were feeling the right way yeah. when you were thinking about, like, you know, jumping off a bridge yeah, and yeah. drinking battery acid because you didn't have a million dollars by the age yeah. of 23. He's like, good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That you're made you it. want it. Yeah, that makes you want <laughs> it. Um, so, anyway, w- when you uh, read, like, this part of the book because i could mm-hmm. see you you agreeing with some of this oh no 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 i was gonna say i think chapter one other than steve's are steve harvey's personal lovely essence it's solid yeah i think it is one it, i don't i don't think it's maybe the most positive message but i was like although like you have crazy quotes in there it's solid information it totally makes sense well i don't know if it's we, we'll we'll go into on, this. on on a basic level. I, I understand on a you know what I mean. Here's here's w- before we go any further. Here's uh. what I think 
we're going to get a lot of in this book. Uh-huh. There's this concept of when you reinforce an already in existing paradigm, yeah. it will seem as though it is quote-unquote true. Exactly. But that doesn't mean, A, it's healthy for the individual to internalize. In yeah. fact, it can be the exact opposite. Yeah. Th- things like— You're just stating the laws of nature. <laughs> yeah, you're sta- well, not even laws of nature. It's like the, the laws that society have put on me. Because there are uh, societies yeah. that aren't. Like right. Talking right, right, right. And also, even if even if he even if it is like, oh, that's the way it is, that doesn't mean it's good. Uh, yeah. Like that right. doesn't mean that society right. like reinforcing the idea of like even male disposability, which is something that men's rights activists talk, talk uh, about yeah, a lot. Yeah. But it's yeah. like I think a lot of people agree, yeah, that is a bad thing. And Steve is like, No, it's, it's good great. because it's the way things are. Yeah. And you're always gonna get people who agree and will nod their head and go, Mm-hmm, yeah. that's right. But there's there's no real like discerning function of is this good yeah is it good for the individual to feel this way mm-hmm. and then there's this idea of like well it doesn't matter because that's the way yeah. things are it's not necessarily true yeah yeah it's a derivative of men going to the meat grinder you know men men go to war <laughs> i'm going yeah. to go ahead and read this uh quote that solidifies this idea think about it from the moment a boy is born the first thing everyone around him starts doing is telling him what he must do to be a real man. He is taught to be tough, to wrestle, to climb, get up without crying, not let anyone push him around. He's taught to work hard, do chores, uh, get groceries out of the car, take out the trash, shovel the snow, cut the grass. And uh, especially he's encouraged to uphold his family name, make something of himself. So when he walks out of a room, everybody is clear who he is, what he does, how much he makes. Each of these things is taught in preparation for one thing, manhood. I want to stop at one thing. Yeah. He's taught to get up without crying. Oh yeah. He's taught this in preparation for manhood. So Steve is saying it is great. That mm. we reinforce men's idea that they are a robot. Yeah. You are a th- all the things he described could yeah. be done by an android. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. Would be yeah. Performed exactly the same. Old school aristocracy type thinking, dude. Yes. You know what I mean? That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. What it is. You it's have like, to uphold your name. You have to do all this. You are a going. century. Yeah. You are. You are the a completely like mechanical beast mm-hmm. that is designed to do like two things propagate mm-hmm. and uphold yeah that's the only thing you do oh your emotions are flaring up mm-hmm. get rid of those get rid of oh them. get those <laughs> out of here those yeah. don't those don't function for your necessities for yeah, the things yeah. that you need in your life yeah the your only is, emotion should be angry and horny dude <laughs> i i've internalized Almost everything that he was talking about, the only time I ever felt actual joy in my life. Yeah. And also, by the way, the only like time I actually found like a level of monetary success is when I realized, oh, that's a really bad thing that I need to get rid of. Uh-huh. Like the, the idea of like, and, uh, now, by the way, I like I like the concept of working hard and doing chores and like uh, protecting like I think all yeah, those are yeah. great. Truly. Yeah. But there's no consideration at all for any alternative idea of like, and it gets hard sometimes. And it's yeah, important yeah. to talk to people when it gets. There's nothing about that. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing about like camaraderie around friends. When when Steve pick like caricature or not caricatures, but when he like 
portrays life. Yeah. It is uh, women being these creatures who need a mate. Mm-hmm. To su- to survive and to exist, they need a mate. It is almost as though without like someone constantly there at their side to protect them, they are nothing. Right. That's it. Right. And his picture of men are like archaic. Like when we get together, yeah, okay, man, step w- step warriors. <laughs> when we get together, we don't. We're not like, hey, man, are you okay? It's like. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're yeah. barking at each other. I mean, yeah, and that is half true. You know what it, I mean? It might be how the world is. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you need to reinforce it in your self-help book. In fact, like yeah. you read uh uh Bell Hooks's book. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, what, what, I forget what it's called. I forgot to, but I think I know what you're talking about. Like I I read I read a Bell Hooks book where it's it it addresses the same thing. Yeah. Like the idea of like male disposability, the idea of like you know uh, men's emotional harboring being hurtful mostly to women and the people around them. Yeah. So so I think your thing is like these are just basic facts with no real nuance because because fundamentally yes, but there's a lot more to that than just that there. That's kind of old. It's I don't want to say old because some old school things. No, it's 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 very old school. Th- this is the issue when it comes to okay, like if you take any let, let's like go in the past for a second. Okay. If you take any sort of like hierarchy uh, within systems mm. and you point and you're like, well, this is the way things are, but mm. then you don't propose a change, then you're just perpetuating a wrong hierarchy. Okay. Like like with with race for example. Oh. Like you could write a book in whatever 1850 mm. that is uh Wild. like perpetu- <laughs> yeah, that's like perpetuating the societal hierarchies that are being proposed. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. a bunch of people that would be like, "Mhm, that's yeah. the way that's the way yeah. things are. That's yeah. right. That is true." And then if anybody who fights against it's like, "What do you mean? Look at the world around you. Yeah, it's yeah, the way yeah. that they're saying in the book." Right, right, right. Now, like when you when you look out at like uh, the world, you realize like just because a hierarchy exists doesn't mean that it is like bestowed upon from down high. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not divine. It's It's not not divine law. Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's a couple of other wild things Steve gets into. Um, (laughs) even more, we want to feel like we're number one. We want to be the best somewhere. Mm-hmm. In uh, in charge, we know we're going to be headman in every situation. Oh, we know we're not going to be headman in every situation, but somewhere in our lives, we're going to be the one everyone answers to because that's what's important to us. Mm-hmm. We want the bragging rights, the right to say I'm number one. Yeah. Women don't seem to care about this so much. As as a base statement, absolutely true. But the okay, here's my thing, and I like. The reason why I say chapter, let let me go from my experience. Let me compare your experience to mine. I think that'll give the audience a little bit more context. Yeah, go ahead. I think I came from the opposite, whereas you went from kind of like the PUA, kind of like that natural law stuff to kind of being a more sensitive man. I came from the opposite. I Everything that he's talking about, I think in my childhood I lacked. Like, I for sure was not the toughest, not all this, not all that. Um, I was I was kind of a loser. And then eventually I turned to that something something like that. So 
the the reason why I'm like you know just chapter one it's solid because I can understand it being a person who did not embody that as a kid and who who's kind of uh you're saying you're yeah. saying not not to cut you off yeah. but you're saying uh due to like a lack of established like family hierarchy your concept of it as a kid oh, yeah reading yeah. stuff that co- kind of reinforces social norms to you yeah. felt like you were getting a benefit from it because oh, yeah. you didn't really have any social norms yeah yeah no exactly and that, like as a kid i was like in not in and out of mental institutions but there was like a clear history of mental illness so like all the like all the talk today yeah. like the you know just pressure emotion i got that as a kid and then I maybe from my point of view, I see the fault in that type of thinking as a man. Like, for example, like uh, when it comes to men in depression or men, women in depression, women need to be validated. Men need to feel like they're in control. And that statement that you just said, that speaks to that. Well, I don't Here, Here's the thing. This statement might have value if it didn't end with the women don't seem to care about this so much. Like we're, we're getting into the. The weeds, which I think they are good weeds. Yeah, yeah, we're in the weeds, man. <laughs> That's we're, all I've been thinking about. We're is getting the weeds. into the weeds of, uh, like, social hierarchy mm-hmm. and social, uh, like, predisposition. I, I, I think, mm-hmm. like, maybe it, like, whenever you he- hear a statistic, like, well, women don't seek out, like, whatever positions, it's like, yeah, maybe, or maybe because they're reinforced since like being really young. Hey, right. you don't belong in these positions. There's right. not a lot of people that look like you in these positions. I could also very well see that being a factor in the fact that, like, okay, if you look at the landscape, sure, there aren't as many women in leadership positions, yeah. but that's not necessarily the fault of women not wanting it. Yeah, I, I and I get what you're saying. I don't even think it's about hierarchies. I think it's just about generally. Oh, this whole book is about hierarchies. I know. It's not about hierarchy. I know it's about hierarchies, but in this particular state, what I'm talking about, it's not even so much hierarchies. It's just, uh, I'll just say this, what men and women value. Like, women, they're more focused on being validated, right? Being validated, just being loved, all that stuff. I want that. Yeah, I know you want that, but I love I think, being validated. But 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 at the same time, being a man, being in control, not being in control of people or not even a hierarchy, but just being in control of your own life, you know. But, what, this is the presupposition of this book that I'm so confused with. He he's basically saying like women don't. No, women do, but the emphasis and and that's speaking to earlier when he's like he speaks basic truths and he and he like kind of expels that as his own not his own wisdom but these like big you know philosophical thing whatever. I think that's there, but in that thing he does speak truth. He does speak a basic truth, but it has much more nuance than how he put yeah, it. Listen, I'm not I'm not opposed. Like I said, like part of uh understanding like autonomy and freedom is accepting the fact that there are going to be some like things that are considered to be standard Mm -hmm. that also apply to you absolutely i think that there is sort of in certain circles very small circles a mad Mm -hmm. rush away from convention and i think in certain circumstances you people do find themselves naturally liking certain conventions Mm. like um 
you know, it, people I've se- people I've seen like there there are women I've seen who have expressed to me, mm-hmm. I actually like being incredibly feminine. I like cooking for a guy. Mm-hmm. I like for like all that stuff. That's totally fine. And mm-hmm. if if you think being like progressive means you can't feel that way, yeah. then you're sort of losing the message of being progressive. Being well, progressive yeah. is more about having the freedom to choose mm. and understanding that that's not something that is like you're beholden to. It's a uh. choice. I absolutely like, I, I mean, you know this from dealing with me. I love being in control. Yeah. I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I, I wish, I wish I could be like, uh, if I had the athletic skills or the mentality or the intelligence, I would love being a quarterback. Like that <laughs> would be awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. you get the ball every time. Like yeah. I, that's my mentality. Yeah. My issue is you get the wife that makes more than you. It's just so <laughs> fucking lazy. Uh, it's so lazy mm. to take social convention, package it in this way where it's like, no, it's self help. I'm teaching you how to blend uh, into society. It's uh, like, mother, we're already taught that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could see somebody. Sure, if you don't have like any sort of uh, controlling figures in your life, this will be new information to you. Mm. For the vast majority of people, it is not. And right. if it is new information for you, I would make the assertion mm-hmm. in so I'm not to no offense but in kind of disagreement with you mm-hmm. I would say it's it would be fine to not learn any of this shit oh no absolutely absolutely this is a bull I'm going to keep it PG a bull crap book but I think chapter 1 is is it 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 is logically sound there's to a, me there's to me. a reason why Steve is so successful and uh, a he's a great orator, yeah. right? He's he is a wonderful performer, mm. uh, but he also just has this uh, ability to parrot, uh, like <laughs> convention, yeah, and then pawn that off as wisdom. And and Steve Harvey, he's he's able to take logic and just add that Con- Steve Harvey old base spice on it. You know what Con- I mean? The, the thing is, convention is not wisdom yeah yeah but it can you can really because anyone who disagrees with you you have this like get out of jail free card where you can go oh really well look at the world around you it operates the way i'm saying Uh yeah no one's saying it's not in the same way like you look at uh economic systems Mm. and you go like oh well this one's kind of stupid it's like oh really well look at society it operates this way it's like yeah, yeah well because like we've enforced that for right. like, it doesn't mean it's good. Right. And I think actually with this quote, there's not to foreshadow, but there's something in chapter two that I think reinforces that. And I think that's something yeah. good to talk about. But but yeah. Yeah. So um I want to uh do w- one more quote that I got here. Mm. Uh you need to know men because you need to uh oh sorry, you need to know this because you need to have an understanding of a man's motivation. Why he's not home. Why he spends (laughs) so much time working. Why he's watching his money the way he does. Because in his world, he's being judged by other men. Look, I'll tell you that. He's doing that because he's cheating on you. Okay? (laughs) 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 He's doing that because... There is like a s- upwards of sixty to seventy percent chance he's probably cheating on you. <laughs> My boy Steve is covering for the boys. <laughs> I, also, I also think it's it's so funny that like this book takes so uh, so many turns into like 
the what I like to call the heter- heterosexuality cycle. Yeah. Where okay. you go so far into heterosexuality, mm-hmm. you get really close to the line of going <laughs> back around to be a same-sex advocate. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he's like, see, ladies, we can't be around you because we need to impress the boys. Absolutely. <laughs> we need the boys to love us. Sometimes your presence is a hindrance to yeah. our... <laughs> This affects his mood. Mm. Yeah, he's going to come home angry yeah. oh, if he yeah. doesn't get to do all this stuff. If you know he's not where he wants to be or not on track for being where he wants to be, then his mood swings at the house will make more sense to you. Mm-hmm. Your inability to get him to sit and just talk now makes sense. Mm-hmm. He is on the grind. His on the grind mentality becomes more clear to you. Reality is all tied up in the three things that drives him. I don't yeah. need to even make this statement. Yeah. But to talk about men having wild mood swings at home due to work yeah. and for his reaction to that to not be men, here's how you dial it back. But yeah, for it yeah, to be yeah. Women, this is why it actually makes sense for mm-hmm. your husband to come home belligerent from work mm-hmm. is one of the most it's it's mm-hmm. not just like there's not just a level of cruelty in that. Mm-hmm. It is like the one of the most patronizing things I have ever heard in my entire life. You know what? Yes, but again, that's based in truth. And here I'll give I'll give Steve Harvey credit where yes, I think this I, no. No, 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 because here's the thing. Because here's the thing. Listen to me. Go ahead. Because Yes, that is true. But but at the same point, yes, it is up to the man to regulate that and, and you know, also understand. understand there is more to life than your position at work. Yes. Is, you think you need to reinforce to men that they're like, you know, you need you need to work yourself into an early grave. No, that it's, well, it's like one of the biggest problems with people uh-huh. is that they will throw themselves into their career as, as a detriment to uh-huh. their lives and their lifestyle. Uh-huh. That is not something that needs to be reinforced with a book and certainly not something where we need to also tell women. I've had so many problems with people I've dated in the past mm-hmm. because I just go full-fledged into comedy. I'll take um, any show. I'll cancel a date last minute at any time. Uh, you know what that was doing to me? It was making me miserable. It okay. wasn't making me feel aggrandized well, as a man. I wasn't living into my full show. Mm-hmm. And also, it made me bad at comedy. Yeah. Because I was not living a real life. You need to live a real life. Well, okay. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But I don't see how... This is not a false statement. And again... No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Let me, let me, let me put it this way. I think a lot, and I actually have a quote that I put, uh, that I put from chapter one. I think yes, you can see this as an excuse for men's shitty behavior, but I. Of course that's it is. what happens. Like, and I think yeah, I'm not disagreeing. Okay, with okay, the fact and that and, that's and what I happens. and I and I think and I think to some degree, women maybe understand. To a way, just noticing that that's probably the reason why he's a little bit not like screaming or yelling, but you know that that's what happens when with with men when they get stressed out at work. I'm not disagreeing with the fact that men get stressed out at work. I also don't think that as a specifically as male a base statement trait. as a base statement that is true, and I think to a certain degree, yes, women 
I, I think that is important for, and I don't think it's exclusive to men. Women do this also. Sure. Women that do this also, but I think that's important to know. That's an important fact to know because, like, when the, the like, tell me, tell me what uh-huh. is the important fact. That that that's generally that what, people what, get frustrated. What do you that what mm-hmm. do you mean by that? That people get frustrated because they're not where they want to be in their career. Yeah, sure. So let me just say that people can get frustrated from not being what it's nothing. It it it, 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 it is, is nothing. nothing. It is nothing. But I can see someone in a relationship not recognizing that. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't see that not being recognized. Mm-hmm. My my whole thing here is like, sure. I think that it is good to have a sense of like self worth when it comes to your position and mm-hmm. stat. And like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. This takes it to the degree where it's essentially saying men are drones mm-hmm. for the economic system. That is their primary function. A man's mm-hmm. primary function mm-hmm. is the benefit of the current economic system we mm-hmm. are in. I'm not saying you're not rewarded for that. Of course you're rewarded yeah, for that. Yeah. Capitalism loves when people kill themselves for it. Absolutely. It's one of its best functions. Yeah, is yeah. Capitalism is great at having people grind themselves into an early grave mm-hmm. for its own benefit. I think that being reinforced by this book, A, doesn't really help anybody. Mm. No one is... I, I don't think anyone reads that and comes out of it like, oh, that's oh, that's why my husband throws his dinner against the wall and screams. It's because he's mad at work. Again, I, I, I did already mention... That yes, this can be used, especially with the he's cheating on you. You know that it it, it can be used as that, an excuse. The thing is, it's not even like I've I've ab one of the one of a, a big crux in uh one of my relationships uh blowing up mm-hmm. was my family was visiting oh. and I got a call to do a show in San Diego, oh. right? And uh, I I turned to my then partner and I was like. Oh, uh, I have a show in San Diego, so um, I'm going to have to, like, you know, schedule dinner somewhere else. And Mm. she was, like, perplexed by that, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I get – so in my mind, in in my world, it's like my mom would certainly want me to take that show. Mm. My mom's, like, a super A-type high-driven person. My partner at that time, sure, could have maybe understood a little bit, like, more that I'm like, oh, but also, they're right. Mm -hmm. It is crazy Mm -hmm. for me to like I think what fall off having dinner with my family to go do a show. (laughs) I'm saying, like, if you do that naturally, that's fine. Like, I think it's something I do naturally. It Mm -hmm. it maybe was, like, I'm, I'm, I'm still working out, like, to what degree that was my fault and to what degree that was just like a relationship that couldn't persist based on my dedication to the thing that I do, right? Yeah. But at very least, I don't think the messaging we need to give to people is like, no, you were one, Dan, you were 100% Absolutely. right we're, in that we're, situation. We agree on that. Yeah. We agree on that. I'm just saying, I think you're just, you're just saying, I, I think the disagreement is that you're just saying it just brings you to a crazy place, which I'm, again, I think chapter one is solid. I think the advice, I think it's general kind of dumb 
like this is obvious, but people need to be reminded of that sometimes, you know, especially these ladies. I think I think that's the other thing that you need to understand. (laughs) The the context is this is for women. Mm. It's not for men. Uh, It's for women. So you have to picture yourself as a woman, which, by the way, you'd be gorgeous. Me? Can I just say that? Absolutely. I think you'd be gorgeous. I'd be, I'd be Naomi Campbell, dude. <laughs> you would be, dude. Yeah. Just throwing phones at assistants. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> there. Yeah, there you go. Just, wh- just whipping that shit. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so let's let's get into the the nitty gritty mm. w- of this advice that uh, Steve Harvey gives. What part of it do you think you could integrate in your life to make you a better person? I mean. Of the of chapter one of chapter I this is for lady um hmm. wow that's tough of on on the chapter of what drives men uh yeah what drive what's men's motivations yeah, yeah yeah um I mean look I'm gonna be honest I wish I could say something clever or funny but I mean ultimately this is for the ladies and i guess what what i mean i mean it is but um and i think the most of this i actually i want to say a quote here i want to say a quote here that i was just like what will women do about this uh let's see moodiness testimonies uh yeah okay so he said his eye that meaning the man is on the prize and that may not be necessarily you if he's not where he wants to be in life and another quote we just can't be focused on the two meaning his dreams and the woman's goals in the relationships were just too simple and i'm just like okay this is for this is definitely not for me this is technically for women but i don't know what women are going to take from this other yeah, what than. are you going to do with, oh okay yeah I guess, you know what i mean i guess i just won't yeah, I guess I'm just a guy who doesn't have the yacht he wants. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- this is this is such like a it, it's like a brass rings mentality of mm-hmm. life, which I think is so played out and damaging and horrendous. Yeah. Where people think once I get this, I, I'll be happy. No. Once this exists, I'll be fulfilled. Once I make this step in life, mm-hmm. I can start working on it, and it's completely backward. The essence of your life is friends, yeah. family, Conquest. people you love. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and okay. it's, it's basically saying like, no, 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 no. Mm. You want to be Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon yeah. is such a cool guy to be. Yeah. Someone who sacrificed his entire life and put his entire life on hold for this like insane pursuit yeah. of notoriety and credibility and a woman's love <laughs> it's, it's it's a this kind of like watered down version mm. of something that is like so heavily societally reinforced mm. which is basically like you can't be a real person until you have established your position in this like weird class system mm. that that's what he's really talking about is class yeah, yeah, yeah. you that's have to all he's talking you, about he's just saying you have to do the rat race you you, you you have to be in the den of wolves you don't just have to you have to already you have to succeed like mm. win to your uh concept of what winning is in the mm. den of wolves 
for you to get a partner. Yeah. Now, with all of the messaging young men get these days about what success looks like. By the way, mm-hmm. success may be like your, your idea of success, you know, 50 or 100 years ago, and maybe I'm just like glorifying how people thought those days, but let's just say as a thought example, it would be what, like a house, a car, a couple yeah. kids, a wife. Like that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's like success back mm-hmm. then. And uh, the house was way easier to get. Mm. The car was way easier to get. No. The wife and kids probably easier. To, I'm, I'm They're assuming. cool. The wife, she's got plenty of Valium, dude. It's There's no. Be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's no Tinder, which does kind of yeah. uh, hurt a little bit. But you, you, you look at people's idea of success now. Mm. What, what making it? I, let's go with my own. It's insane. Mm. I want to be like a hyper successful stand-up comedian of which there are like a hundred in the world mm. that's my idea of making it mm. it it's just not and for most people it's something even crazier mm. it's i want two ferraris i want a mansion yeah. why because that's what i see on tiktok that's why i see on instagram reels and, that's and, a fulfilled and, life and actually i do want that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, yeah 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 everybody does yeah, yeah. why because we're fed it constantly mm. we're constantly given these image images of like this success this mm. is what success looks like and to to take that into account mm. and then to also go the only way that you are allowed to experience love mm. the only way you are allowed to experience the nurturing of a relationship is to have these sex you want to know why i feel so strongly about this i had this idea in my mind mm. i thought my only value in life is achievement mm. i got that in my head at, at an early age and guess what i i was able to like not not to like an insane degree but i was able to achieve to some degree yeah it leaves you with all of these like little brass rings mm. and nothing else. Absolutely. You, I, I, dude, like following this kind of mentality can so easily lead you into being just a shell of a human being. Wow. It is so like to sort of take people and refine them down to this thing where it's like you are your accomplishment. Wow. That is all you are is one of the quickest ways I think that you can like become a resentful, mm. vindictive, just because even if you do achieve at this life, no. at, at whatever your idea of achievement is, you know what that's going to lead you to do? Mm. It's going to because it's not going to make you happy. I can guarantee you that it won't fill the glass that you're looking for. No. So you're going to look at people who don't achieve, and you're going to start going like, hey, "Look at this loser! Yeah, look, look at this stupid! Look at oh, these peasants! Oh, oh, he has a girlfriend. He doesn't make a hundred k a year. Yeah. Oh, what a loser! He's yeah, wasting yeah. his time. Yeah. He should be grinding right now. Yeah, Why yeah. isn't he grinding? Yeah, is this like?" Just when you grind, it's just like Fight Club logic. Just a monkey getting ready to get shot up in the space. Bow! You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just grinding you down, man. <laughs> just grinding you down. That, that, that's my take from takeaway from Chapter 1, man. They're just trying to get you, bro. They're that, just trying to wind you down, dude. So this uh, this chapter ends, and uh, boy, this is so... Dude, I can't wait to go into the other chapters. This is yeah, so yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the end of chapter one, what grind, what, what, uh, sorry, what drives a man is, uh, is this. Uh, so a man doesn't have to make 
a lot of money right now as long as he seems his sees his dreams being realized that that completely contradicts everything he's saying yeah. it seems to be such like of oh like oh but i don't mean yeah, what yeah. i was saying before yeah. um the way you can help him get there is to help him focus on his dreams see the vision and implement his plans if you can see yourself in that plan um then latch on to it because when he reaches the level of acceptance of success he's hoping to reach he'll be a better happier man for it and you'll you will be happy too uh, listen up ladies <laughs> <laughs> i mean and just to, to cap off this chapter with this like very very quick amendment by being like well he doesn't he doesn't have to be yeah. like super super rich but just as long as you try to help him yeah, you're yeah. He, you're here to help yeah. you're kind of a you're a helpmate for this behind guy. every man is a strong woman what a what yeah. a funny statement that yeah. is yeah 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 that's man that is <laughs> still i think mostly solid is it this th okay this chapter I would be solid you. this chapter would be solid without steve harvey <laughs> that's what i'm saying guys this, I, I i think it's it's essentially this chapter can be like one paragraph but it's just all oh, we just gotta add that steve harvey at that essential oil of steve harvey you know what i mean which is stretches it out like another 11 pages listen we all we all need money uh -huh. I, I I can I understand that. Yeah. We all need like I, I guess I'm looking at this from the perspective of well, I think what a lot of young men are looking at their lives as uh -huh. where it's like comfort is not the goal. Uh -huh. In fact, they're fed this like consistent diet of comfort is the enemy. Comfort is bad. You mm -hmm. should never feel comfortable. You should always feel bad. Mm -hmm. Feeling bad is good. That's the word grinding. Look at the word grinding. Yeah. yeah. You should always feel bad. <laughs> that's the that's the message that's being reinforced here. Is yeah. If you're feeling bad, mm. it's good. If you feel bad in the pursuit of like material gains, uh -huh. that's actually a good thing, mm -hmm. no matter what. Okay, but I just want to say, what did you get from this chapter? That's a great question. No, I guess I got like as like a basic thing because like mind you this is all coming through the lens of like me and my existence which i've i've sort of had to deprogram a lot of the stuff that he's talking about in mm -hmm. order to feel even like a little bit happy mm -hmm. i mean i guess i guess i like the last part where he goes you don't have to make a lot of money right now mm -hmm. i think that's good okay but i don't like the idea that like like listen to the idea you don't have to make a lot of money right now. Yeah. But you have to make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to make a lot of money right now. Yeah. You better be pending, though. He better <laughs> he better be on track to make yeah. a lot of money. Don't, he, better. he better be on the rails to make a lot of money. He those, better be grinding to make a lot of money. Those racks better be pending, bro. <laughs> those racks better be pending. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It, it seems to just be, like, so deeply fighting against... Uh, anyone a against your s against your totality of what you've learned it goes against that which is not wrong and i'm not saying that derogatory and also just like we're more than that absolutely we're so much more than that 
men are so much more than that. Not to, I, and again, like I don't, I don't want to sound MRA, but it's like if if this is your me- mindset and mentality, mm-hmm. I think what you should get from this chapter is understanding the depths to which this mentality uh, can take you, mm-hmm. and how kind of fruitless mm. the bottom of this well is even if there's mm. a ferrari there and I, even if there is a lamborghini mm-hmm. there it doesn't mean really anything if it doesn't like nurture your whole like i i think this is the kind of way uh, what, what i've learned here i guess is this is the way we are taught to think of ourselves and this is the way we are taught to derive meaning uh-huh. and there's if there's any meaning there, it's not all of it. All right. And as to counter your point, this type of thinking, this got Steve Harvey, two ex-wives, <laughs> one current wife, seven beautiful children, including an equestrian, um, uh, Olympic-level equestrian. Think about it. Well, th- that, that's not his biological daughter, though. Uh, I think this one is. Oh, oh the no, no. The equestrian one was? I think You're not yeah. talking about Lori, right? I think I'm talking about Lori. You're did, talking did about I, Lori. Didn't we talk about how Lori Harvey isn't his? That's his adopted daughter. Or are we wrong? Well, this is how you get um, an equestrian stepdaughter, right? If you follow these steps, so mm-hmm. God, I can't think of anything more troubling than a man who is gunning for an equestrian stepdaughter. That's what I'm gunning for, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm gunning for a horse girl daughter, dude. Stepdaughter. Step. You, no, you said stepdaughter. I I did. I'll I'll, I'll contend with You're that. You're gonna stand by that. I'm gonna stand. <laughs> You're right. You're right on this one. So, you got me. Which is, which actually makes it very tough under Steve's paradigm because what it, it what what that means for you is that you can't get a partner without first at least gunning for an equestrian stepdaughter. Absolutely. It, okay, I'm gonna stand by that. Yeah. I'm gonna stand by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think our our lives are supposed to are are filled with meaning through like an amalgamation of different external things mm-hmm. in this very uh, baseline surface way. Uh-huh. But our lives have meaning that are deeper than those surface things. It's more uh-huh. than it's more than our relationships. It's more than our uh, like quest for. Uh, money and value. Like, I think the philosophy that this is proposing is without those baseline things, you're worthless, which is actually what society tells everyone. Uh, yeah. I would go ahead and propose, if you see yourself... Le- like, let- let's just do a thought experiment. Okay. What if you saw yourself mm-hmm. as being a worthwhile creature at baseline? That means I don't want it enough. What if you... <laughs> <laughs> it means you're not grinding enough. That means like, I'm not grinding what enough. If, what if... You saw yourself as being like worthwhile and having meaning without any of the external brass rings. I think you get to a much happier, content life yeah. by doing that. And yeah, maybe, maybe you won't reach the heights of of career extent that uh, you know Russell Brand did or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, if it's not coupled with happiness, where are you? Well, let me tell you something. Let me ask something. Uh, you got a, a pilot's license? I don't. Because that's for the birds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just Thank you all for listening to uh, this episode of the Dancers Podcast. We're going to do Chapter 2 on the Patreon, and then we're going to come back for a public episode with Chapter 3. So if you want Chapter 2, join the Patreon. If you're uh, if you're happy just getting the free stuff, which that's totally fine, uh, wait until next week, and we'll come with Chapter 3. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody.